0: Trigger
1: on. Welcome, D-Roll, to the Duckface Diaries. We are a World Trigger re podcast aiming to discuss the World Trigger manga, volume by volume. I'm Wensley Dale Cheddar. And
0: I'm Hervin with an H, and this month we'll be doing something a little different. Uh, today we are looking at the first couple of sections of the Border Briefing File. Uh, h- how do you want to introduce this? <laughs>
1: If you're listening to this, you're probably a weeb. Uh, if you're a weeb, you probably know what a data book is. So this is basically a tome containing fun facts, behind-the-scenes materials, and all sorts of information about the World Trigger... Well, that was terrible, please kill me. The
0: World Trigger Minutia.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway. If you're familiar with what we usually do in our volume retrospectives, you can treat this episode as an extended Atihara comments corner. The, the section of these episodes where we discuss author notes and mini character profiles. So, World Trigger is a giant universe full of minor characters who are interesting in their own right. And knowing us, we're probably gonna go on giant tangents about each of them. So we're gonna cover this eight book section by section, <laughs> uh, starting with um, the first two sections: the border administration and the A rank squads.
0: Dum 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 dum. Ba-da-ba-da. Music. It's probably not that music, but <laughs> that, that's the music at the start.
1: Um. Uh, w- Want to get right to it?
0: yeah sure so okay this will be i think i think we definitely on my end a lot of this is going to be less like examining new information and more this very handily laid out information of characters compared to one another so a lot of this will just be discussing stuff that is very apparent in the manga but it's just like oh seeing it laid out like this made me think about this more basically
1: perhaps we should say something about um about the uh translation of this because like the it that isn't uh an official release for this is there
0: no what we have is a very very handy little fan translation uh by someone that we probably shouldn't credit and if there is ever a viz version uh, check that one out instead.
1: Or even you can buy the official Jap- Japanese version, really, if you want to support World Trigger, if you want to support Ashiharas and say, I might someday, if, if I ever come across it. And if you're listening to this from 10 years in the future and it turns out that that Ashiharas has become a child predator or whatever, d- don't buy this then. <laughs> obviously uh, right now i i just assume that every shonen jump author is is going to be- become a pedo i i, I don't... It, it, it's
0: something you tense yourself for so that it doesn't let you down yeah. uh but yeah um speaking of like the translations uh, i'm just going to cruelly truly ra- roast it here uh, there are a couple obviously it's a, it's a fan translation so there are slips in quality, but there are some some little ones that that amused me. For one, it's interesting that this translation names Meteor as the one Expo dump mage girl from Recreators, and also the uh, there's, there's one there's one line uh, what was it? It's a really funny one. It's like, does not miss the opening from the backlash of the bold move. Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this series of lines sounds like something out of. Backstroke of the West.
1: Uh, I honestly like 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 wouldn't blame it if uh, if English wasn't the first language though. So
0: yeah, a, lo- a lot of it is very you know it's for the most part very very easy to understand. It's just some funny little ones. Also, rabbit instead of rabbit. Uh, it sounds like they must have had a gap year. <laughs> <laughs> Last one, uh, Chika Amatori, spelt with a Y. Uh, I-, I guess she joins conservative squad in this data book. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which I've checked further on, they don't repeat this, so it's just like a one-off little typo. Uh, I guess uh, w- one thing to go into, um, this this was contemporary up to Volume 14, um, so it's probably not wor- worth worrying too much about in terms of, like, if you're listening to this in order. I don't think we go into any plot points that are in Volume 14 that weren't established in this one here, but there's definitely some stuff in general that has been introduced since here, in terms of, like, current manga stuff.
1: We, we might discuss a few spoilery things, though. I, I remember having a few spoilery notes. Yeah. I think most of them, in fact. So if you're not an up-to-date manga reader, you might want to save this one until later. Okay. We open on the page discussing Border as an organisation. draws attention to the fact how quick Border's resp- uh, response was during the first invasion, how it might have existed before, but, but it was then uh, that it chose to reveal itself. So, so it says uh, that they they honed the fangs in preparation for the coming battle. But, but um, as as we learn later, like it, it wasn't always this way. That border members were hostile to like aliens from the get-go. But uh, it's interesting if some border members were actually. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, we find out that Kido didn't used to be. But, but yeah, I, I wonder if someone else was. I was surprised by the. Uh, By the sheer volume of the C rank agents, and the fact that ever since Osama's big moment during the conference, like uh, it's it's probably the number is probably larger than that at at this point.
0: The organisation is literally the size of a primary school up until up until this point, Uh, a a, a, a primary school in a city, mind you. I I, I grew up as a Londoner, but yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, small tangents, but um, uh, I. In my dark days of, of of the internet, I unfortunately used to be a South Park fan fiction writer, and this reminds me of my times documenting the uh, the students at South Park Elementary, and uh, it, it it reminds me how like ninety percent of of the students were the third of and fourth graders because that that was the easiest character model. Yeah. With the desire for peace in our hearts, we aim for further progress. And that's that's also funny wording.
0: It's, it's very propagandistic. Obviously, there's some stuff in this because it is just a data book masking as a piece of border info. You know, information. But um, yeah, obviously a lot of a lot of the stuff mentioned in here wouldn't be maybe immediately the sort of thing they'd put in a book like this. Uh, it, it, you know, in actual setting. But yeah, definitely. I think this first sec, this introductory session section, definitely plays into that theme the the strongest. Well, this is awkward. I only have one note for this section. <laughs> you do a few of yours, and then I'll I'll mention my one note.
1: That's all of mine from for this page.
0: Oh right, I meant for like I have like two notes for the entire um admin section.
1: <laughs> oh
0: shit. Oh shit! Yeah, okay, it's that bad. Mm. <laughs> right. Uh, just keep go, keep going, and I will mention when you when you get to a character that I've I've got something for. Okay,
1: okay. Uh, just feel free to comment at any time. Then we have the section for the organization deconstructed, basically showing us the chain of command. Th- that it first like is the border HQ commander, and he oversees e- each of the branch chiefs. In in the official release, it's um it should be directors, but. So, for example, the branch chiefs uh, have the branch agents. The H uh, the HQ uh, director has the HQ agents, and there are also um, some agents directly under and uh, commanders. So, I'm assuming that's the Tanjikawa, Furuyashima, Kazama, and Miwa squads have been established as that. But uh, yeah, the, the division is not that clear.
0: Also, maybe uh, ammo.
1: Yeah, yeah, armor as well. So, uh, at border to avoid redundant orders, only the direct superior may give orders to subordinates. This seems extremely difficult. <laughs> and it, it seems like it would only hinder communication, but I, I guess I'm glad that Jin managed to find a way to exploit it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I I feel like a more logical one would be that if there are conflicting orders, the order from directly above takes priority because maybe that because maybe that person in the department would know some minutiae that the others wouldn't but then again i feel like that's basically the case anyway cuz like when kido gives an agent an order they're expected to carry it out
1: yeah unless jin wants to disagree also a border is uh, a private organization specializing in border defense ah um it, this is very topical because uh, private paramilitary smh even even space is corrupted by capitalism now
0: S- sad tim curry face
1: uh then we move on to um, to uh, Masamune Kido. His scar still looks like a noodle to me, or it lo- looks like a kind of stick on tattoo. I don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah, he looks like he got it out of a magazine or like a party or like a party bag or something.
1: <laughs> That's one of the weaknesses of uh, Arshiaharu's art style. From the pages, it seems like like uh, some of the directors are or were combatants, like Rindo and Shinoda, but but uh, Kido wasn't. So where did he get this scar from?
0: Hmm. I mean, it. It, it could also be something they're h- shrouding in mystery, but, you yeah, know, m- maybe it is just he wasn't. Yeah, because there, there are plenty of characters here who haven't been shown off in action at all that are, that are still given uh, parameters.
1: Like Rindo of a fucking Rizo, the <laughs> chief engineer.
0: He might have just gotten that scar during an invasion uh, in like the fallout from it.
1: Uh, it seems like Kido has been thematically shaped by invasions since his birthday is the Nazi invasion of Poland, as well. Or maybe it's supposed to be, uh, maybe it's supposed to signify that he's no fun since it's the start of the school year. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised to hear that. Uh, also, Kido is yeah, Kido as tall as me. So you must be taller than most of the agents, actually. I mean, by Jap- Japanese
0: standards, maybe. They they do tend to be on average shorter than... I don't know about Poles, but Brits, for sure.
1: Have we been beefcakes all this time, Hovind? Are, are we beefcakes? I,
0: I'm, maybe I'm a beefcake, but I sure ain't composed.
1: Uh, I've also got the same blood type, and I also like uh, my coffee black. I, I thought I was Kikujihara or Chika, but maybe I was Kida all this time.
0: Cappuccino gang, Cappuccino gang, Cappuccino gang.
1: <laughs> Shinoda likes self-discipline. Kinky.
0: Uh, I, I wonder what what him and Sawamura will get up to.
1: Yeah, uh, a, a lot of a lot of characters like self discipline in the in this, and I've I, I've made the same note of each of them. They just say nice.
0: No, make the same note of each of them. Custom darkness konosuba emoji.
1: Uh, I had Canon since he likes, likes soy sauce, uh, I, I had Canon the idea of uh, that Kinouta and Natsuki as as part of the conserva squad make fun of him for being a soy boy, but uh, Kinouta has still has brainforce plus in his cupboard, so so he doesn't realize he's a hypocrite rindo enjoys fishing he can't catch any big same my stepdad and even my mom are great at fishing but i, I don't have the patience or the hand eye coordination for it
0: i've only ever gone cray fishing which is very different to fishing with a pole uh it's like you kind of you kind of lower down a bucket with like a rock on it a rock in it i can't i can barely remember it was like you you fish with a bucket and they just it's very easy to catch them if you're in like a like a hot spot because uh, they will just be drawn to it.
1: So Rindo is um, has the blood type AB, is that right? Uh, so so he's like the ult- ultimate recipient, while uh, while Kido is the ultimate giver. Ooh, symbolism, but reversed I don't know.
0: <laughs> Reverse symbolism. <laughs>
1: rindo's position is unknown uh, so due to his range like uh, we would presume that he'd be a shooter type but but this is a tamakoma so who knows he might have
0: weird cu- some weird custom trigger uh,
1: like neighbor weaponry yeah. that would make him difficult to classify uh, i i do i do actually like mm. one of the lines that, that was translated like uh, this is just extremely poetic fluttering like a puff of cigarette smoke Th- that is rindo style avoiding discord he shrouds roughness behind smoke screens
0: yeah it is cool like the whole the whole smoke imagery.
1: Also having the uh, soul of an engineer in him, he contributed to the erection of the rank war system with the chief of development, Kinota. So, so he may have the body of a frail combatant and, and an administrator, but he has the soul of an engineer. <laughs> so so um, not many notes on Sawamura. It's, it's, it's honestly a bit embarrassing of how much her character is defined, but he <laughs> supports Shinoda.
0: Yeah, now we come to my first, my first uh, note of the whole thing. I, I find it so funny how much Karasawa's entry hits home the idea of his rugby playing being some kind of huge advantage. Like, it, it was funny that it got brought up to begin with, but the fact that it keeps leaning into it. <laughs> like At times, World, the world surprises for his allies, too. Was the tale he spun of the birth of the unexpected hero an effect of the spirit of fine plays he cultivated from his rugby years?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, ju- I'm just like, Ashahari, you, you can't do that. That, that, that. That's what we do. You can't do that. Come on.
0: It's the Marvel movie approach of you can't make fun of me if I make fun of myself first.
1: Then we have Knuta. Honestly, since his life so family work walks, uh, I mean, Knuta honestly seems like such a wholesome family guy. Also, um, the more I look at his old design, he, the more he looks l- like he's the dad of Gorilla from Me and Roboco. He even l- likes to l- look menacing while he's a big softy on the inside, so
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, I'd say th- this is actually less detailed than his volume bio, uh, I think, for obvious reasons. I don't think Border want to shed the dirt of the family on, uh, you know, uh, on their official doc- documents.
1: Everyone is fucking divorced. Natsuki likes horses. Silly Natsuki, horses don't exist.
0: Oh, yeah, I have a note for Terashima. Him having decent attack and mobility... Despite just being like an engineer, it, it on like the admin level makes me wonder if he had a role as a combatant beforehand, like, m- and that maybe Fuyushima is on a similar path to him, because he's all because Fuyushima already like is fairly minimal with his role in the field compared to other trappers. So, like, perhaps you know, if if more if other trappers are able to move up the ranks, perhaps Fuyushima could move into this sort of role.
1: Other trapper singular. <laughs> Uh, at least from A rank, the, that's what I assume. Since like uh, there's just one member of Kako's squad.
0: Okay, I'll get into that when we get into A section. But yeah,
1: it kind of makes me think of of one of the newest chapters, where where like uh, from the away mission test, Border like considers um who who is going to be uh, who from the A rank squads is going to be a potential member of, of the extended ad- administration. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, it seems like Ryzo is a bit, a bit of a test for that. I, I never paid much attention to World Trigger Cartman, so, yeah, I'm surprised that he's listed uh, with statistics at all, if he were a combatant.
0: Yeah, no, I just I just thought of him as unnamed background guy in R&D. <laughs> uh, he,
1: he's got more trying than Kitoran. Uh, actually, most of the agents. Um, and more attack than Sawamura. Yeah. Uh, he must have been an attacker before, given his tr- uh, ranges too. Uh, and then we have, yeah, I've never given much thought to the HR department since they don't have an assigned director, but, yeah, they, they sure exist. Uh, I'm loving the discovery of this corporate structure. Most of you are like, oh, my God, can, can we just can we just wait to the uh, way mission? I'm like, ooh, world building. Pl- yes, please. Uh, give me more uh, corpo law, <laughs> daddy. <laughs> and there's also a section about former founding members of Border, so uh, Yugo Kuga and, and Soichi Mogami. Uh, I didn't know that Hugo was the supreme commander before Kido.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty wild.
1: Uh, yeah, I, d- I don't think it's it's like a it's like information that we learned in the volume extras.
0: Might have been, yeah, because yeah, obviously, border would have been much smaller at that point, and this might might have been kind of I would know it wouldn't have been before Kido gained those biases, but it would have been before he he had that sole leadership role.
1: Maybe it was more of an egalitarian structure back then, but since the text also seems to imply that Mugami and Kido were his peers, so
0: I, wait, I, I forget. Was was Gi was Yugo around before the first neighbor invasion or after?
1: I forget actually.
0: Yeah, because that that would be very important. Because obviously, if he was around after it, there would have been a lot of tension between him and Kido. But um, if it's beforehand, it's probably a little yeah. more straightforward.
1: So then we go to Mogami, which is Jin's uh, Jin's mentor, and uh, Mogami's wish for Border to cooperate instead of fight is like one detail that, uh, that I've missed during our read through. And uh, yeah, it gives some more context to uh, Jin's decision to just give Fujin away. So um, I kind I kind of like it retroactively thematically now. And yeah, that's it for the administration, so thank you very much, everyone. (laughs) Okay, yeah, let's get to the A-Rank (laughs) squad.
0: Yeah, let's go to that section.
1: We start with the Border Directory Data Guide, where we we get some information about how the agents' pages are divided, and I was especially interested at the start in the team parameters, like uh, how the team as a whole deals with uh, with what style of battling the best. I completely forgot that that, that like uh, the spotter, uh, the, the, like the spotter position existed, and t- uh, mm. and to my mind, like it's is it just for the one agent in Kategoria Squad or?
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, I think the one thing on this page that really really stood out to me is the um, the bag worm tag is interesting, like. Which other squad? Which other slots does it refer to that become unusable with it? Um, it? It is. I'm guessing it's just in the moment of using it, as opposed to just having it in your roster. On the character page bios, below trigger set, there's a little asterisk that says, uh, "Bag to Bagworm tag uses up little on but in return, the other slots become unusable if you set it."
1: I think that's like the Bagworm tag that, uh, like, the trappers have, like, Fujishima and that's one member of Kako Squad. That's, that's not, like, Bagworm. I don't know what exactly it is, but, but uh, from what I understand, it's, it's like, as far as I can guess, it's, like, you uh, set an area around you which, which is, like, unnoticeable by the radar. I, I don't know what the advantage to it is. Maybe you can, like, hide some traps or something, but uh, this is just what the trappers and the one spotter uses.
0: Right, I see, okay.
1: This is embarrassing. I, I didn't really know about the difference between uh, the main and sub triggers. And this is just basically uses one weapon in one hand and the other weapon in the other, as far as I can tell.
0: Yeah, it, it feels like kind of the figurative offhand, but obviously that doesn't really apply for everything because sometimes a sub trigger will be like a gun rather than another sword. So offhand doesn't really apply, but yeah.
1: Yeah, or like or like bagworm that that's mm. like you have yeah. in... You have on your back that's yeah the free slot i i thought that that's in most of these it was used for like characters with little try on uh, but uh yeah ha- having having it depending on strategy also makes sense uh i i really like the fact that that uh, there are separate pa- parameters for uh, operators uh, they really have to have a different set of skills for the roles and the, the way how it's described here makes me appreciate the role of the operator more and kind of makes me see we uh, we saw more of them but yeah i can't have everything
0: yeah even as, as much as he tries to world build everything you know a- ashihara does need to have some focus to the manga.
1: <laughs> for a moment i struggle to figure out how exactly you you'd measure defense slash support but i guess in a system mostly based on mid-range fighters defense with a shield or ray gust, uh, and a gunner's cover fire have a similar function. Yeah, in and, and general, these parameters have to be vague enough to apply to all combatant positions. So some, you can predict, uh, are going to be weaker than others, like range depending on position. But uh, some like attack will apply to all. Uh, so, right. Uh, okay, Tachikawa, the number one agent. What do you think Tachikawa studies at a uni? It's
0: really tough, actually. Um... I I don't know I, I can't really see him studying something terribly academic, but then you know obviously there could be dipshits who are like good at good at academic work so I don't know. And, and my gut says mm, hmm. my gut says something like engineering which is very academic.
1: Maybe game development.
0: Yeah, because it, it's like his whole squad there are a bunch of like goobers who love playing video games. It's like I think Izumi is the one who has an academic subject and just has it as like a big passion along the side and tachikawa is the one that like i want to make i want to make video my life <laughs> i want to <laughs> make games and, and fighting my life
1: he, he likes croquettes uh osama's mum makes croquettes uh, that's going to be an awkward dinner uh, when <laughs> he's trying to kill osama's friend he has expect expectations from murakami I, I i never read much into it but but i suppose it makes sense
0: yeah, they're both very much, like, outstanding aces. Uh,
1: so, his uh, in his trigger set, we, of course, see the famous Kagetsu Senku, which also impl- implies the existence of Kagetsu Taiju and Kagetsu Yuzuriha. I forget if he had ever used Bagworm. Uh, does he have a- any use for it at all, given he's such a powerhouse?
0: Yeah, I don't remember, I, I don't remember him stealthy. I, I guess you could always say Bagworm is implied before they get onto the battlefield, if they're trying to be covert.
1: Yeah, I suppose so. I was wondering if, like, cutting down allies along with the enemies... Is cutting down allies along with the enemy Tachiko is king? Like, <laughs> he first did it to Kazama against Jin, then he asked Konami to do that against Gatlin.
0: Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's definitely, like, a go-to strat for him.
1: I, I, I do like Izumi's relationship table where it just says, Uyga, burden.
0: <laughs> burden. <laughs> yes. um, That was very funny. Uh, The focus on... Izumi's countermeasures makes me almost wonder if he's meant to be a more advanced Osamu parallel, although like one with far greater Trion reserves. Which also kind of backs up to me the idea that maybe like, because we already have a character who's just like, what if Osamu had decent Trion, the idea of Osamu getting super huge reserves of it and super powerful attacks is, yeah, it seems even more pointless to me yeah I see.
1: It does feel like uh, like he's definitely less f- focused on having special tactics, which like his parameter reflects. like like the uh, Tachikawa squad has no special tactics, really, it's just a squad full of except Uiga. Uh, powerful, naturally talented and intelligent people who can think on the toes. Uh, just weapon plus shield that- that's all you need in the number one squad.
0: Right, so I guess that yeah, so I guess his his strategic instrument is a little less like. The focus of his of his fighting style, then,
1: yeah, it's, yeah, it's just um, it's just bullets and and shields all the way. That uh, and, and that's it. He, he has like all the all the gunner triggers. Interesting that for how young he is, he is still considered to be one of the mentor characters. Um, uh, he favors light guidance to facilitate natural acquisition of skills. It's funny um, how, uh, to be honest, he overcame Osama's aversion to rank wars given how um, how much embarrassment it gave him in. Uh, like uh, back in Kazama's duel. Whereas losing so many times to an A rank w- wouldn't bring him shame. So Iwiga.
0: He has my favourite relationship chart of, of, of this these sections. Absolutely.
1: Precious Kohai. The, uh, uh, this is honestly adorable. <laughs>
0: No, he actually has some affection for a <laughs>
1: one of the few yuike is also like yeah he has two asteroids so he's kind of like trying to imitate izumi and tachikawa in uh, like full attack full attack plus defense plus one trick uh, and it's, uh, it's quite adorable they're all dual wielders in a sense but well, most agents are dual wielders in world well trigger so yeah then there's a section uh, on kanitika on the operator of tachikawa squad she of course uses her gamer skills for mechanical operation uh, because it's her highest stat uh, i love that that's uh, we note on her a questionable academic record
0: her, her, her and tachikawa constantly bunking off their gamer classes <laughs> i was also just thinking i can't wait for kunichika grumps animated with her distraught reactions at losing
1: during the last volume recap, uh, you you missed the crab clocks, so so now you can see it uh, in the off time squad.
0: There it is.
1: Whose aesthetic is this?
0: Yay! I feel very sorry for the underpaid border staff that have to tidy catch cow squads quarters. Maybe they, maybe they make trainees do it. That, that I wouldn't put it past them. Mm,
1: that, that's something that the border administration would do. Shall we move on to Fushimi squad? Yep. I really enjoy the symbolism of Fuyashima's emblem. The knight chess piece represents, like, tactical fighting as well as unpredictability. I'm surprised that Toma isn't more mobile, though, to, like, lean into that symbolism.
0: Yeah, um, I was going to say, on on Fuyashima, his switchbox is definitely one of the most unutilized triggers so far. Uh, And it, even this doesn't give us too many of its pros and cons and what sort of strategies it can be used in, besides... Providing a warp for Toma and some flavor in how the R and D defends the city. Uh, with that said, that could well be enough, given that we have Mai from Kako Squad possibly providing more of this on the combat side.
1: Um, I hope that in in the in the trigger section in the later parts of BBF, we we'll, we'll get more of a description of of this. Also, Switchbox—that's that, what Smash cars used to be, right?
0: And to add on to like the details of him being kind of very much a non combatant uh given that like fuyashima's age relative to most combatants i wonder if he became an a rank before the rank wars were introduced or not um if he was uh, if he was in the rank wars like it would be interesting to know how he how he fought if he managed to use his st- switch box in an ingenious way or if it was ju- if it's just like an interesting facet of borders history that like some of its older members didn't have to were, a- were able to prove themselves in other ways
1: oh uh, i think we uh we see a bit of uh switchbox but again this is just basically warping in the Gallipola invasion arc I, th- I think like miwa makes use of it to to surprise his opponent
0: you see we go from like the admin sections uh and like some some of the some of the some of the agents i just have nothing on and then bit fuyushima i just have like four things on him
1: <laughs> how how are we fucking at the 42nd minute already
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh the the other thing i was gonna say is like fuyashima is just that one uncle with a basement full of constructed glued together lego sets
1: this is curious that he has like one of the highest Trion levels what does he use it for i guess like for stealth since he has to become invisible with comedian and that may drain a lot of it
0: is is maybe perhaps the perhaps like switchbox itself is very draining because uh, it needs to manage loads of traps at once. I, I don't know.
1: I suppose, but I guess it's, it's, it's something like spiders. So you like set it, and there it is. I, suppo- I suppose it would like work in a similar way.
0: I don't remember how much Mai has. I just could, could, like scroll down to her, but I don't recall her having like particularly amazing tree on, and she has the same. She has the same kind of um, setup. So I don't
1: know. I don't think we get a parameter page for her, given that we haven't met her yet.
0: Where is Ara Ara Squad? <laughs> I need to find it.
1: Uh, well, Arashiyama Squad is number five, so <laughs> so, so they would be before that. Uh...
0: Uh, yeah, no, I, I was actually, speaking of rankings, that was my other point. I find it very interesting that Tachikawa Squad's very crowded trigger layout, uh, loadout versus Fuyashima Squad's incredibly bone bare-bones one, it shows that there's no ideal amount of weapons needed to be a high achiever in Border, because uh, those are the two highest squads, and they both achieve in very different areas. And that multitasking is something that works a lot better for some than others.
1: Yeah, and they both also are two member squads. It, it doesn't always make you number one to have the adv- advantage in numbers. But the mm. Operator Marky is um, is built up to be a really vital member of the team, even though we haven't really seen, seen her at, yet at all, um, apart from... Or the one of the newest chapters. So even at his height, what one hundred eighty-four centimeters, a Grail and Castor must be taller than him. What what height are you?
0: I don't remember. I think of myself in feet, so it's like I think I'm like five nine. Uh, I, I don't I don't remember. Some something close to five nine.
1: So, so many feet. Too many feet. Too many feet.
0: What is this? Is this a Hiro Mashima podcast?
1: <laughs> what another one? Cooking with uh, cooking with Fuyushima.
0: No, it'd be cooking with Kako. Come on.
1: Yeah, cooking with Kako. <laughs> so th- then there's Toma. Uh, there is not. A, yeah, there is not a lot of tr- uh, tricks in his trigger set. It's it's just a lot of basic uh, sniper weaponry, which is also uh, kind of similar to T- Tachikawa Squad, even though they they use more. But uh, wow, well, just an eaglet and that's it.
0: Yeah, it's a nice it's a nice bit of texture.
1: I I don't even remember where the panels showing the traps are from. <laughs> so then there's Kazama Squad.
0: Kazama Squad, which, you know, I went from having, like, four or five notes on Fushima to having one note for the entirety of Kazama Squad collectively. Oh my um, god. Yeah. It, it really does vary. Just y- Mainly it's just, like, how interesting they are versus how much we've seen of them in the series. So, like, we've not seen much of Fushima at all, so there's more to speculate on, whereas Kazama, like, a lot of this is stuff that's been out uh, this squad has been outlined a lot in the volumes so i don't have much to say on them
1: uh, one new thing is that is quite interesting is th- that uh uh like the the various places on the uniform are devices that reduce comedians trying the consumption that's um, interesting actually that you think that they wouldn't be able to use Comedian continuously but uh, i guess that's one of the perks of being in high ranking a rank
0: and i yeah and i wonder if like this sort of tech isn't very common and they're gifted it because of especially of, of their prowess within the squad. Also, well done. That was my one note. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll be quiet for the rest of the
1: section now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. We should have thought this through. I like that uh, Kazama's relationship in Kazama's relationship chart, uh, this humor acknowledges. <laughs> yeah, acknowledges he exists. <laughs>
0: Everyone else is just NPCs.
1: 155 centimetres, Kazama is a tiny bebe. He exceeds in command even over the A rank number one. That's quite in- interesting to note. But yeah, um, he takes charge more than Tachikawa's does. So Kasama's reasons for de- defeating neighbors is not to avenge his brother. It's to uh, follow borders' command and execute his duty. I love that uh, Ashihara wrote this because he realized that he's an- his and Miwa's designs are pretty similar in concept. And he's like, oh, shit, 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 shit. I need to make it- the motivations the opposite. Holds an eye that sees through others' aptitude, resourcefulness, and an art of cultivating outstanding talent. He splendidly made Kikuchihara's talent bloom uh yeah it's it's one of the reasons why he right now might be tried as a candidate for future board administrators interesting that kikujihara ha- has likes listed instead of hates like he did in the volume extras he likes companions and his friends
0: we we skip we skip past uh, rio but yeah oh
1: we did we skip past him oh well i i guess i'll i guess i'll just finish kikujihara and then come back to him yeah
0: yeah fair enough
1: We also see that that uh, informed attribute here actually cares a lot about his friends, and this is revealed when uh, when Enidora was insulting Kazama. I guess I really didn't pay attention to this moment of progression when it happened, but uh, yeah, now, now that I think about it, it was there, since he wanted to keep at it against senadora no matter what. Come back to Otogawa. He's so well-liked that I can never never remember him. He
0: sure is that one member of the squad that I sometimes mix up with Murakari, Kami.
1: I didn't remember him for like two read-throughs, I think. Has he like ever used Meteora and asteroid? I was sure that he was like just an attacker. Also, never noticed the, those faint techniques uh, that, that, that he supposedly has. Then there's Mikami, the operator. Uh, so in in a way, in a stealthy squad, he's kind of a, she's kind of a stealthy operator in uh, herself in how she works behind the scenes to make the clash of the personalities within the squad work. Uh, the stealth squad's mediator. I'll say it again that Kazama is like the audience avatar of the series. Um, there was a section about his relationship mm. to Osamu, that ever since the fight in the training room, uh, Kazama has been paying attention to uh, how far uh, can one of the weaker people, one of the have-nots go with, the, with an ingenuity.
0: I have to wonder, do you buy, which do you buy more? Kazama as a potential admin or um, the Katori squad operator as one? <laughs>
1: Tori squad over oh yeah uh, oh but uh, yeah but uh, both both of those w- would be very nice i i, I guess I, I i would think that kazama would would become one beforehand but, but because like he has been part of border for for a longer time but but um uh, but it would be interesting to, to like break up katori squad and, and see how each of the members would bloom in in different company then there's kusakabe squad uh, so yeah let's start with your notes
0: Ryuji Saiki of Kusakabe Unit is one of the highest ranking A rankers that uses Eskudo. They dual wield it like Jin, as opposed to Scruffy Hottie, who only uses it as his sub-trigger.
1: He's one of the more defensive all-rounders, since he double wields Eskudo and double wields Shield, but also surprisingly uses Kagetsu. Uh, then we have Kazuma, which we learn about quite sooner than, than, than all of the other, all the other agents except Midorikawa. No, when, I, when he was introduced in the manga, I was like, really? He's the number one gunner? There's no one higher ranked than him? But yeah, I, I guess apart from Yuiga, there's no other gunners in the higher ranked squad, so <laughs> next one would be Arashiyama and Tokieda. so it's really not a well-represented position in the upper ranks. Yeah. He has asteroid in both his handgun and assault rifle, um, rather than another gunner bullet, but I, I guess he just... Uh, Adjusts depending on the situation. What uh, what his other gunner bullet in the handgun is Uno seems to be a um, stealthy one with a silencer triggers installed on the rifles. Hmm. That's an interesting one. And maybe maybe it's one of the prototypes triggers, but I don't know. I'm so excited to actually see of uh, the operator captain, in action. Like Midorikawa has been uh, around since ages ago, but it's funny now that we can see the rest of them.
0: Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's rare that you get like that much time before between a squad member being introduced and actually seeing like you know the captain of the squad
1: i think we uh, we like saw katagiri for a be- bit uh, in his old design before midorikawa so i guess uh, so i guess he beats midorikawa but katagiri, katagiri wasn't like very prominent at all he was just a background character they have all the positions just like tamakama right now in a sense since uh hughes hughes takes the role of an all-rounder and osama takes up being a, the trapper a bit it's weird nobody else uh, no no other trapper uses spider and it seems like such a trapper trigger yeah there's midorikawa of course um he's shown in his c-rank uniform or uh, that he got for the u- duel against yuma rather than his actual uniform or is it ju- just the get-up he has when kusakabe is not around so he can cosplay as Jin? <laughs> midorikawa is more mobile than yuma or even konami
0: he is faster than yuma uh humor is just more experienced
1: yeah yeah um yeah it, it's it is his main advantage so so it is so it is um uh, quite fair so far a lot of the triggers work well in double combinations like, like he uses double grasshopper double scorpion double shield uh, is that they can't use anything else out of the main subgroup or no uh, then we get um, as well that, that we know very well Uh, arashiyama squad the pr squad a rank number five Uh, i suppose that you don't have many notes on them
0: one thing uh, i i mentioned how much that like this like the idea of this as a border document was very strong in the uh, introduction but i think the graphic of arashiyama going the training will make you strong is is one of my favorite bits of this section, these sections that play into that.
1: <laughs> oh, f- fuck. I was wrong. I was wrong. Like, like th- they're all all-rounders. I guess I, I was wrong about th- them being gunners. Uh, Arashiyama and, uh, and Tokied, that that is. Uh, I didn't expect there was so many all-rounders in Border in the First Place. I, I guess no more gunners that there's a new law. Arafune's dream has already come true.
0: They're like me in a fighting game. They never pick a main.
1: Uh, well, this is where I found out from that uh, Arashiyama was Konami's cousin. I, I like how all the prominent A ranks have the special prototype weapons. Although, uh, although I, I don't know, if the teleporter is just a prototype for Arashiyama, Armor, or if like they have their own special one. But I guess it's not as prominent as to uh...
0: Yeah, no, I, I always kind of, I always kind of wonder when I see like brackets prototype. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe it's like it might be an excuse for why we won't, won't see it on a lot of A rank squads. The idea that it's just kind of new technology.
1: Kitora likes self-discipline, nice.
0: The real thing that, that screwed with me here is how is Scruffy Hottie not one of Kitora's likes? <laughs> of what the
1: fuck? <laughs> As I, I I did find amusing that that Nexo it, it says can't leave alone. <laughs> She's the ace, but the her total parameter is lower than her captain's. Didn't expect that. I guess numbers didn't don't consider the ingenuity. But special tactics is more for unusual trigger combinations. Maybe we did know that, that like she had a custom spider made for her handgun, but um, yeah, I, d- I didn't know that that uh, that you could do that in, instead of getting another bullet for the handgun. Since, uh, as we as we found out earlier, gunners can equip two types of bullets in in a weapon. How is this, uh, her scorpion custom? Any idea?
0: Yeah, I I don't know if they're going for like the fact that she uses it on her feet is custom, but then we can see regular scorpions do that, so I I, I don't know. Uh, I don't really get it. Maybe it's like a an unusually sturdy scorpion. I don't know.
1: Tokyo and Arashiyama ha- have the same trigger set overall, huh? That's boring. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I guess they're, they're just very straightforward of like, yeah, we, know, we we want to be able to interchangeably use each other's roles depending on what the situation demands. Um,
1: Satori liking hamburgers ma- ma- made me curious because like, he has a very similar voice to like America from Italia. Um Maybe it's the sa- uh, same voice actor.
0: The thing that struck me most about Satori's sheet is how high his attack is for a sniper. It's, it's not something that would usually be a You'd usually think of as a priority.
1: I'm surprised how 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 fucking high his skill is, because like, of course, he he fucking shoots with two guns. I uh, I don't suppose he hits anything. <laughs> Most snipers default to eaglet. Um, maybe it's because of the try-on li- limitation. But uh, hmm, I, I I was wondering wh- why the rifles have to be the same. Maybe it's because of the double snipe. Maybe that that makes things easier. I did like. Did you see on the relationship chart? Uh, Does Satori have a thing for blondes, since he wants uh, both Izumi and Konami to notice his sniping? Then there's Ayatsuji. She's attractive in both form and figure. I I guess I'll have to believe you. She looks pretty samey to other girls in Border, but okay.
0: Yeah they, they they keep mentioning the girls the the the, the operators looks.
1: Is <laughs> uh, so is this Archie Horobuma moment number 5. No talent when it comes to arts. Um how come it, uh, has it been demonstrated at any point? Is it because of the Arashiyama squad logo which is kind of which is kind of Mare's just five stars did she just design that? Uh, I can't remember.
0: Alas, she she is not very artsy or sporty. <laughs>
1: four out of five likes uh like orderliness the room is always kept clean who is the messy one i i, I forget
0: i don't know i get i get the vibe that Sattery would probably be the messy one
1: i guess so and then there's karko squad uh th- th- this i suppose uh, there is some more theorizing about uh would you like to take the reins
0: yeah literally the only thing i had in this was uh, just thinking about how the switchbox this this character's switchbox could be used in combat as opposed more as opposed to um Fushima's that that's the only note I have I will say uh the, the the term sexy uniform of black and purple we've used specifically in reference to Kuroe is a bit n- n- not sure I like that um
1: well, in ten years, I guess we'll see uh <sighs> The uniform, the uniform is is honestly not that sexualized. I I don't really get it.
0: Yeah, it 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 yeah. It, it it's, it's another one like it's another like Kitora design moment where it's like, uh, it feels like I don't know if if Hashihara actually did this design book, but like it, it's like. The series making a bigger deal out of, like a more sexual thing out of something that really you could have just not commented on and no one would have thought about it.
1: Honestly, I don't know. The the Katori Squad uniforms are way hotter than this. I I don't know. Yeah. Kako Squad is specifically known for the trigger customization. Uh, Yeah, so uh, this will be curious to see, especially with the second so trapper. Mm, they got a lot of prototypes. Apart from being a shooter, Karko uses a scorpion. This this is uh, this is I suppose for for frying rice. The timer option trigger is interesting. How would that work? I, I guess she can like plant a bullet to shoot from somewhere and just leave it hanging for a while? Yeah. This would be interesting to see. Uh, I, I guess it could work well with Teleport and with, with Kiki, Kikigawa's warps. Uh, solic- solicitation in the relationship, chart with Yuma. <laughs> oh yeah, um, a commenter in the previous podcast. Uh, I forget who that was, but but I, but I will add it in post.
0: Hello, Android Hindsight here. You know, the good old Tryon soldier from the Hovens Hideaway podcast. That's right. I was a Tryon soldier this whole time. Android is actually my given name. Who knew? Anyway, I'm just here to say that that commenter's name was Chestoberry.
1: So Chestoberry has drawn attention to the fact that uh, Kako, Miwa, and Ninomiya were all part of the previously ranked number one Azuma squad before they split to establish their own teams. I guess in a way, um, the present situation might be part of a previous away mission test which, which invented new roles and new squads. Then we have Kuroi. She has Mobility 10. Uh, that's that's also one of the highest ones, second only to Midorikawa and tying with Yuma and Konami. Mako and Ida 10. Uh, are these like option triggers that transform her Kogetsu or something? Uh, and what's with her like Skanda attack? So I, I uh, made notes on the on a few volumes ahead. Uh, I sort of saw something called Skanda and I, I I don't really get it. So I hope that those two are later explained. Kitaoka also has basically the same, uh, basically the same uh, combination as for Yashima. Then we have a bit of a bit of a section on the agent cultivation program. Uh, so it's training time. It's an it's an enlightening section, I guess. Uh, uh, given that we usually like focus on the rank wars, I wouldn't mind having advanced versions of those being sprinkled throughout the away mission tests a bit. Um, maybe they're going to be in the simulations. And then we go to the MIWA squad.
0: Okay, this squad I, I actually have a decent amount of moats on. I guess relative to how I usually do. Yeah, Mimo being a former student of Azuma is cool, along with obviously Ninomiya, Kako, Reiji. Oh, a lot actually. Uh, we, we get like an example of a, of talent that Azuma has already cultivated as well as his current students. And it's also interesting to think that he's on the team with uh, Tsukimi as an operator considered who is considered an, a successor to Azuma. Like, he's always been paired with one of the outstanding tacticians of border.
1: who, who actually was uh like Azuma's operator in this first squad and M- maybe it was Tsukumi as well huh
0: i'd also yeah i'd also i'd never piece together the idea that the lead bullets of miwa squad represent snake venom uh, which is really cool uh, although the briefing files briefly use poisonous which is a common mistake referring to snake bites when they're obviously venomous but it also uses venomous fangs So it kind of, it kind of alternates. Yeah,
1: it's um, it's the same Pokemon type. I don't care. <laughs> I, I I didn't expect the snake motif for both Miwa and Inaba, but, but now I can kind of see it with it with like his extendable spear and and, and and such. Yeah, I I guess it makes sense. It's still cute that they have a bowling pin in the middle of the emblem. Skill is the highest stat of Miwa's. It's interesting um, since he needs it for operating the lead bullet. I suppose not much trying for it though. So. I suppose he can't use it as, as much. I like how Ozma's like the only person uh, Miwa has a decent relationship with at this point. I, I guess I didn't really notice that little moment um, when uh, when Azuma was like, "Hey, hey, uh, Miwa, are you okay?" But but yeah, it's, it it meant a lot so since they used to be on the number one squad together. I didn't remember that, that the lead bullet carries hundred kilos of weight. Now that, that I think about it, wow. How is the lead bullet customized for Miwa? Uh, that's that's my question. Is it just because it's in it's in his handgun? But but then again, it can't be, but because like he has to. Uh, two gun triggers in his handgun already, so. Then we have yuneya So, uh, wait, did we have genyo in... No, we didn't have genyo in Kuroe's thing. Scorpion's transformative pro- property is I- inherent to it, but with Kagetsu, I, I guess you uh, you need genyo as an option trigger to transform it.
0: Yeah, and I mean, if you go on a squad with a lot of other people with the same trigger, they'd be the, the Ganyo force.
1: <laughs> it's interesting that like Yunea even bothers with uh, with Genyu uh, rather than just making a, sp- a scorpion into a spear, but oh well. Narasaka, I still don't get the, the, the bamboo he was introduced as, as the bamboo boy in, in, in the volume extras and now this isn't referenced at all this was such a weird random thing back when we recapped it, but has higher range than Toma even if they both use eaglet and have similar trine levels. Uh, that's interesting. This is another unexpected cousin relationship that he has. He is Nasa's cousin. Hmm. You know, I can see it. Yeah. Uh, although Narasaka is not fucking dying.
0: Yeah, I, d- I do find it interesting, like, in contrast to Toma, who's just like, I am going to really hone one gun. He is like a bit of a light like, workhorse of just, I'm just going to have one of loads of every kind of... All, all, is that every kind of sniper rifle? Like, most of yeah. them.
1: Yeah, all of them.
0: Um, just just for whatever situation, I'm just really, really focused on just honing, just having that variety.
1: Yeah, Soma just doesn't care and just uses what he's used to. It's also interesting that, that like, oh, so that's maybe how, that Akane is uh, Narasaka's disciple, uh, probably because, like, he's Narsa's cousin. So that, that's where, where they found out about each other. Then we have Kadera. Mm, it's interesting that he's, being built up as a tactician and as an analyst, but like he he's uh, he has little to no special tactics. I guess he's like good at data processing, but not very creative. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of tricks in his trigger set. It's the same basic set as, uh, as Norisaka. Kudara won't fuck fuck in his relationship chart because he looks up to uh, Usami. Aww, you can do it. Aww, uh, and his charisma skill is greater than expected. Um, even if he was sh- first shown to be nervous around Norisaka, so makes sense with with what he's doing in the test tsukimi has the highest command skill out of the squad why isn't she the captain we see the extent of her command tactical skills in the galapola invasion arc where she organizes Jin's help to take down goscaro i guess i do have a lot of spoiler notes i'm I'm gonna uh, i'm gonna get a warning in in the introduction later uh, and i think that's it for that's it for me squad uh d do, do you have any notes of, on category
0: uh nope i do not what Th-
1: that's that's one of the unknown squads huh
0: yeah but this one just apparently didn't interest you i i guess cuz because we've seen Katagiri Squad since, right?
1: Yeah, we have um, sent them in, in, yeah. in the.
0: But I am I I am massively checked. I, that was one of the chapters I was massively checked out on. So yeah, I, I don't really have much to say. Um, uh, it sure will be interesting to see all these in in action.
1: I was actually ex- excited for uh, for the introduction a bit. Uh, I'm sure that they are the laughing stock of HQ, given that the emblem is a snowflake. Mm-hmm. Category. I-, I hope that he's at least the number two or number three gunner, because otherwise, I'm struggling to find reasons to make him memorable apart from the the, Vir- the Virgin category versus the Chad category <laughs> meme. <laughs> Dummy beacon. That- that's one of the prototype triggers in a trigger set. So, what's that? Does it, like draw trine soldiers to it? It 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 it
0: it, it makes your trium body thick. <laughs>
1: Like the, the HQ is a beacon, right? So, so, so the Trion soldiers uh, converge around it. So, so like, does it draw Trion soldiers to it, or does it put, put fake Trion?
0: Yeah, the, the dummy thing is weird. Like, it, if it was, if it did function as a beacon, it would just be a beacon. But you know, that'll be fine. That definitely has its uses in combat.
1: Uh, does it put maybe fake trine signals on the radar to confuse the enemy that there are more agents about, so that the enemy doesn't know where the real ones are? This would be interesting in like tandem with uh, with the spotter of the squad. Um, Arsmi is, is like the only spotter in border, aren't they? And um, would I would have expected that since like uh, they have to have a lot of mobility, they would have to have a grasshopper too. So. Asumi's trigger set looks like it's meant to confuse everyone and then bail out when there's a good chance to. Uh, So so basically get an idea of where everyone is with enhanced radar. Uh, I'm I'm not sure how that works, but but, uh, I I guess we'll find out someday. Um, So yeah, the operator can mark them and then move about quickly and block attacks with shield, I suppose, and then release dummy beacons to confuse the enemy while they have the best logistics. Um, so I guess I guess it could be, uh, the, the fighting style could be kind of unique hmm, Yeah, I guess that's also a good role to have for someone who's afraid of shooting people with trying weapons, Maybe so maybe they have a similar problem to Chika uh, for Toichiro there's not a very original trigger set just a basic sniper combo Yukimaru the mad lad t- tanking with ray gusts uh, like there's not, no tomorrow they definitely seem like a tank with double ray gusts and double shield Oh yeah, and uh, Katagiri is one of the only um, sniper users, apart from Osamu. He really is the Chad Osamu. Uh, and yeah, that's all uh, for Katagiri I have.
0: Then yeah, then after that we have another, uh, we have a piece explaining uh, Borders' exploitative wage system.
1: And then we have the Tamakoma 1 squad, the un- unranked A-rank squad.
0: Yeah, I I have one note for each combatant.
1: I actually um expected it to, to, to be quite interesting since uh, I don't know much about the triggers. The tactics are basically based on the Invasion Arc performance, so th- that's not really much interesting, nothing really interesting there. So what do you have about Kazaki? Uh, about... Uh, uh, composer okay, sorry.
0: When I went to his page, I audibly went, holy fuck, at his stat diagram, (laughs) because I'm so used to them kind of being fairly balanced, and then his is just, the the sheer size of that boy. Like, gosh.
1: He even has, like, perfect all rounder uh, written na- next to his position. Trine 11, that's still super high, but below uh, Ninami and Izumi, but still super high. So he has been devoted to self-discipline, kinky. Holy shit, his trigger set. Yeah! Six more triggers than the rest of them. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, no, so many things.
1: What do a fucking Chica do with uh, with this trigger holder, I I wonder?
0: Yeah... And it's interesting that the, the, the only, one of the only ones he doesn't, ha- commonly used ones he doesn't have is a sniper rifle, but he is all uh, mentoring a sniper character.
1: Oh, doesn't need doesn't he have a sniper rifle um because he he definitely gets one later maybe that, that that's what he uses for his free trigger it, it does say that uh, he has Regus but it, it doesn't say that uh, his Regus has a custom concentrated form in in, in like the span of his fists basically. I didn't get earlier though that he fu- f- fucking just punches with thruster. Mm. Viper is not very popular m- among agents, is it? I don't think I've seen a gunner take it as an option at all.
0: Yeah, not as like a high, a high ranking one. Uh, it's it's mainly been in the B rank wars, I think.
1: Do you remember what Beefcake uses Spider for at all? No. I think he, he makes a barrier or something. I don't remember. Yeah. Full arms. I, I wish they explained full arms in more and in more detail, but but I guess uh, I'm thinking maybe i'm thinking too much about this maybe this is just yeah all the weapons
0: konami I, I find her moves resembling neighbors is probably the most interesting example of a fighting style mirroring tamakoma Branch's overall philosophy um that they're very willing to cooperate with neighbors and take on their kind of tactics
1: it would be good for a theory of uh, like her also being a neighbour in disguise, which wouldn't really surprise me, but uh, but also, yeah, this doesn't make sense. Arashimama is her cousin, so... Uh, she's a number three attacker, but has higher attack parameter than Kazama. One one lower than Tachikawa, though. If she, if she likes red things, why is her uniform all, all green? She did become a member pretty early on, that, that we knew of, but... Um...
0: Yeah, a, Mid- a, Mid- a Midorikawa-esque young prodigy.
1: Uh, she was the first ace attacker. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder if Connector would like connect different types of triggers for her, not just to Sogetza with each other. And apart from that, yeah, she uses Meteora uh, just for smokescreens and not like a, all her all-rounder would. Uh, so Scruffy Hottie.
0: Yes, uh, Scruffy Hottie. Uh, given that he has a large, poor family, I have to wonder if he doesn't frequently use his repeated pranks on Konami to rope her into extra neighbour takedown missions to earn some extra moolah
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great his fucking age given how like mature he acts uh, he composes himself I almost uh, forget how young he is he's just one year older than both Osama and Kitora
0: yeah he's he's quite a few years younger than Reiji
1: transferred from HQ recently so same as Osami do wonder which squad he was in before uh, what's it like in Tachikawa Squad since Uiga hates him? Hmm. Or maybe in Kanko Squad since his name begins with a K. Maybe. Yeah, I do, I do like that his mentorship skills and like w- willingness to accommodate come from him being a big brother. And then there's, uh, yeah, like unlike other all-rounders, he uses one weapon at a time and instead focuses on defense with Eskido. Even though he's like presented as an Eskido and the specialist he only has one unlike Jin. Mm. yeah finally someone who uses viper and then i think you can take the, the reins on asami
0: yay best girl Ah, uh, yeah and um yeah i mean her likes are include glasses and looking after people What what's not to like yeah no she has a she has a very well-rounded set of parameters um for sure which i guess isn't too surprising given how she is the operator for one of the, the better teams, a debatably best team in Border.
1: Yeah, um, uh, it's interesting that, that like uh, unlike some of the more higher ranked operators, her peril processing is not as good, which uh, kind of makes sense later on as seen in the match with Karima Squad when, when they apply pressure on her as the operator. Mm. We've also seen Yomi participating in the battle remotely via Idra, so when is Osami uh, going to control her Power Ranger marmored army? Make
0: it happen, Ashihara!
1: It's interesting, Osami has been the one to analyse neighbour weapons and technology and so on, so uh, there's a lot of work behind the scenes that she does, and she also kind of doubles as an engineer, I guess. Yeah, I I think that's it from me for Osami. So let's move on to Jin.
0: Jin, I, um... I find it very surprising that his special tactics are so low. Or am, am I just like not thinking of special tactics the right way? Uh, that feels like something that would be really high for him.
1: Uh, to be honest, I don't really, I don't really understand the stat and how, how it's distributed. Yeah. Uh, um.
0: Like, like, what is the difference between special tactics and skill?
1: Skill is like accuracy, right? So yeah.
0: Right. I, I, it is cool that we have like an outstanding S-ranked tier ace that has. Uh, an emphasis on defense, like I, I think he's got the highest defense of every everyone. Uh,
1: every one, every non non black trigger one. This is his parameter while equipped with normal triggers. We uh, well, we get some more information, I think, in the next chapter about his uh, about his black trigger. It's interesting that, that uh, he focuses on defense so much, given how Scorpion is not at all b- built for defense.
0: Yeah, not, neither is. I guess Fu you could say Fujin is in a the best. I- defense is a good off- offense it's like a very widespread thing but these stats aren't for fujin uh so it, it's not focusing on spreading damage out in such a way that it can cover his tr- his, his uh his tracks well not, not cover his track let's just cover him on multiple angles yeah but yeah
1: his use of eskido is much more focused on creating the uh, a wall rather than a shield yeah, which makes sense given that he has double. So future that have a very high chance of being realized can be seen years in in, in the future regarding his side effects. So it's uh, interesting info on how his side effect works. Compiled. Uh, it's it's all information that, that we've seen before, but but uh, but it's just something that, that uh, Dale forgot.
0: <laughs>
1: and yeah, I, I think that's it from me.
0: No, that that's that's me done as well. Uh, before we started recording, I said I don't want to jinx this on being a short one, but I don't have many notes. And magic, and, and and Wednesday, Day, I is just like, oh, oh, I have one on every character, and I'm like, okay, this isn't going to be a short one, is it?
1: <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Uh,
0: yeah, you're bringing it on yourself, friend. Oh,
1: we could we could have con- <laughs> we could have coordinated better to be sure, but but I hope you had fun and. This is going to do it for the first Border Briefing File episode of Duckface Diaries. So, you can listen to our uh, volume retrospectives on so many podcast hosting sites. Anchor, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocketcast, Podbay, Play.fm, Listen Notes, Castro, Google Podcasts, Patreon.com slash This is where all the links are in the pinned post. You can mostly find us on youtube.com slash c slash there and on the same RSS feed as Duckface Diaries you get um, access not only to Duckface Diaries but Manga Mosaic a collection of podcasts and video essays on manga titles short and long alike and any long-running retrospective projects that we may come up in the future uh, one of which may, may be coming soon and remember that much like the neighborhood, the YouTube algorithm is a dark abyss of sorrows and woes which, from which channels like these never resurface. And what helps us nav- navigate it is liking, subscribing and sharing the podcast with a friend. We also have a sister show, which is
0: uh, Hoven's Hideaway. Uh, it's another manga podcast which has been on indefinite hiatus since Attack on Titan ended because making videos is hard and uh, I've just not found the time for it. But yeah, you could you could check all those out. It's all
1: because of the rumbling.
0: <laughs> it's all because of the rumbling. Aaron destroyed my my will to make videos. But uh, yeah, you could follow me on Twitter at hoven with an H, where I post regular manga threads and manga rambles, and uh, retweet a lot of art, what I find nice. Uh, that that's mainly why you'll find me active.
1: Okay I, I guess I guess we're sk- skipping uh, skipping over some other stuff send us emails questions comments suggestions to Wednesdaydale 012 at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at Duckface Diaries, or individual Twitters at Wednesday Cheddar and at open an age.
0: The lack of coordination is through to the plugs We
1: on on my Twitter you can find depression. And uh, and uh, and also, like, I retweet a lot of my older videos which, which might be obnoxious for you. So just follow at DuckFaceDiaries and at HovnH, an honestly. So if you'd like to help me upload these podcasts on a regular basis, consider supporting me on Patreon.com slash Cheddar. In return for your support, you get access to rewards such as adding your name to the YouTube credits, or getting a World Trigger Duckface avatar. Help me reach goals such as reviving World Trigger Bridge. Uh, every time we hit a milestone, uh, I will be making a new episode of that, and we're a few bucks away from episode three, which has been in editing Purgatory for a few years now since the Adobe project broke down. And a sincere thank you to Milo Jack Jacksillits, who composed our ending theme and an orchestral rendition of Girigiri, Giri, the first opening sequence for World Trigger. You can find his work at SoundCloud.com/slash/MiloJackSillits uh what are we covering next i guess you already said it in the last podcast but what are we covering next time in case you the the listeners want a reminder
0: well fuck i don't have to file up but you could just copy paste what i said from last time yep.
1: okay <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next time with volume 14 just really re-listen re- to the last podcast honestly yeah this is gonna be great um. anyway This was the Border Briefing File episode of Duck Face Diaries, and as always, it's time to... Bugger off!